0: everybody welcome back to casa walsh beverly hills 90210 podcast my name is sam and on today's episode we are going over season seven episode three called a mate for life and it premiered on september 4th 1996 So the episode starts and we see Branson and Steve are at the airport to pick up Joan's daughter. She has a college-age daughter named Lily, and she's pregnant. I'm just going to leave it there. We've had this discussion. You you should know now how I feel about Joan being pregnant. She's pregnant. She's got a daughter in college. Um, It's happened. I mean, my dad has a sister two sisters one is 14 years younger than him and his older sister is and there's no one in between his older sister is four years older than him so there's 18 years between oldest and youngest sister um it was just one of those things my grandmother got pregnant when she was a little bit older um she wasn't Joan's age um for the time she was i believe she was 40 at the time um, which is a little bit more normal now, I think, but Joan is, is older than 40. Um, a lot older than 40. I, I, I mean, I don't know how they're making her on the show, but I believe she's like 53 at the time, the actress. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, I, like I said, I've, I've, I've talked about this. You know how I feel. Anyways, they're picking up Lily at the airport. She's, uh, you know, she's in college. She's around their age. She's very pretty. And she kind of seems like she's into Steve a little bit at first, but then switches to Brandon because she finds out, obviously, Steve has a girlfriend. We then see David and Donna run into each other um outside of the Peach Pit and David... Has all of his stuff in his car. Apparently, he's moving in with Mark um, to a house, which I think is fabulous because finally, he's a senior. He's about to be a senior in college, and he's not living in the dorms anymore. He got screwed out of living with Brandon and um, Steve, so he stayed in the dorms. And finally, he has a friend, Mark, We've never heard of Mark, we've never seen of Mark until this year, but apparently he's a friend and um, he uh, he's going to move in with him. So I think that's great. Apparently also Donna and David are supposed to film the wedding for Nat because um, they're filmographers, apparently. Uh, he couldn't afford to hire someone else uh you figured they would just want to be guests but they're going to film the wedding but David doesn't want to do it anymore because he's a serious director so he can't let himself film someone's wedding um Donna's kind of annoyed about it she doesn't want to back it out she's like well I still am gonna do it I think she's just kind of they're in a weird place these two at this point um Apparently, it's already two weeks from Joan's due date, so the timeline kind of got a little bit screwy because it seems like we just got back from Steve's... Um, Well, no, it's way screwy because she found out she was pregnant right after Steve's birthday party. That's in May. Now it's September, and she's two weeks away from her due date so that doesn't it doesn't add up the timeline at all she should be four months pregnant not nine I mean there's no way that she didn't know she was pregnant for you know like (laughs) like it's just um it it yeah little screwy but whatever she's two weeks due she's you know ready to pop um and Apparently though, Joan has three kids total. So this baby with Nat's gonna be four. But apparently, Lily's the only one that made a t- town for this wedding. Um, so they got engaged at the same time that found out she was pregnant. So for nine months. Her kids couldn't, like, figure out their schedules to make it in town for mom's wedding. (laughs) Dumb. Anyways, um, in the after dark, Valerie is discussing with Kenny all the changes she's planning on making when she has her loan. Um, Ultimately, she wants to sell the peach pit and um, make a profit. And Kenny thinks that she should hold on to it so they can franchise because he um he's talking about like i don't know like buffalo wild wings or something and that he's the reason why it's a franchise i don't know if he said buffalo wild wings he said something about like wild i think he just called it wild wings so i just threw buffalo in there because you know buffalo well that's a real franchise buffalo wild wings anyways um kenny is just he's just like a horny, uh, I don't like Kenny at all and I really don't understand what Valerie sees in him at all. He's just, I don't know. Um, then Lily checks in to the Bellage Hotel and immediately strips down to, to go take a shower. Um, and, she seems very interested in Brandon who was watching her strip down. They talk about how she's a dancer um, Supposedly a ballerina But um, then she was doing some spins around the bedpost and just her underwear So I don't know if she's still a ballerina if you know what I mean. She might be a different dancer if you will um, Kelly's now working at this AIDS hospice where one of the patients does some magic tricks Also, when he's doing these magic tricks, I just want to point out that if you, when they do, uh, they did a close up on his hands um, when he was doing the magic trick and it looked like it was Jim Walsh's hands. And when they pull away, you see his hands. Now, the reason why I said Jim Walsh's hands, and if you don't know this, you should be able to figure it out. Jim Walsh is hairy. So I'm assuming that Jim Walsh probably has really hairy hands. But this guy had no hair on his hands when they pulled away. So whoever actually did the camera trick, we're just gonna say Jim Walsh did it. He had really hairy hands, but the actor playing the part didn't do the magic trick because he's not really a mag- mag- um, magician. I was gonna say a musician. Magician, um, he uh, he didn't do the magic trick. So I just noticed that was very funny, the hand differential there. Um but anyways he's doing this magic trick one of the other pages is complaining about how cheerful the volunteers are at the hospice because kelly was into the magic trick um i mean i guess the one of the patients is saying like why are you cheerful we're all dying i don't know it is a hospice um david is then moving into mark's really cool house um he lives in the hollywood hills um David thinks it's a great area for a video location, which could cover the rent. Um, David's having a blast. He's got some new hot neighbor friends. You can see Donna's not into it, but I don't know. It's like she's jealous or she's just kind of over David acting. I don't know. David's in a, David's in a certain way at this point. Um, so then the gang is, uh, setting up for the wedding, which apparently is going to be at the beach club, uh, which Nat does not, is not a member of, but I guess he could get married at the beach club and, um, why hire professionals when you can have college kids do it for free, right? Um, I mean, this is like, I know, I know he's not like a rich Nat, but come on, um, also do you not you don't have any friends your friends are in college right that's weird i'm a lot younger than that and i would feel weird if all of my friends were in college it's just bizarre um but anyway steve then tries to enlist brandon to help throw out a bachelor party um but Brandon has to keep an eye on Lily all weekend. Does he have to or he wants to? I think he wants to. Um, and then, then Claire makes a remark about not wanting to get married, which leads to obviously Stephen her bickering. She also has three strands of hair that are cramped. Just three, like right in the front, I noticed. Rest of it's kind of straight and then she crimped just kind of like the front area and just like three strands of it. Just thought I'd point that out. Valerie then uh, spots Kenny with his wife and his son and decides for some reason she's going to introduce herself. You can see he is immediately um, taken aback, not into it as much, uh, a little nervous. Um, Mrs. Bannerman uh, says she loves Valerie's bracelet, which obviously Kenny bought for her. Um, then, qu- you know, questions Valerie kind of why she's being so friendly. Um, but she points out that they supposedly have nothing to hide. So, um, why wouldn't she be? Um, I mean, he did tell her that his wife would not care if they dated other people because they are not they're going to be getting a divorce but um you know I think Valerie's kind of catching on maybe he's not really leaving maybe he's not being really truthful um uh, it's it's a tricky situation they're in Kelly is um chatting with the magician patient now we find out that his name is jimmy and he's telling her that um she's not you know she telling him she's telling him that she's not completely sure why she chose uh the hospice for this internship that she's doing um and he advises her to just kind of uh do what she needs to do get her credits, try not to connect too much with the patients and um She notes that he looks healthier than a lot of the other patients and he tells her that it's uh, all one of his illusions and um, he's much closer to the end of his life than anyone would expect. So, um, you know, he, which makes sense that he kind of is telling her don't connect with anyone, kind of do what you got to do and leave because all of these people here are at a hospice. They're obviously not going to uh, live very long, so... Don't make a connection. Then we see Lily takes Brandon to what he thought was um, a regular old dance club, but it's actually um, a strip club. Um, so, yep, she's a stripper, and um, her name is Lily Diamond. I mean, come on. It's perfect, right? Brandon uh, then gets very uncomfortable when he sees Nat and Steve are there. Um, so, (laughs) Nat and Steve are, so it ended up being Steve just taking Nat for a, um, bachelor party because Nat's friends are in college and, uh, Brandon wanted to hang out with Lily. But, um, she doesn't, it's funny, she's not trying to keep her profession a secret. So she's kind of just letting it, letting it roll. Uh, Kelly and Jimmy chat more about, uh the time about you know she's talking about Nat and Jones' wedding she even says an older friend's wedding so she, she acknowledges that they're older they're not the part of the gang but it seems like they are um, he was married once um, he doesn't want to talk about his husband though right now um, Kelly's just kind of like let's be best friends and Jimmy's like I'm dying you know um, that's what's going on there um, but she's forming a connection with him exactly what he told her not to do um then we see after the strip club Brandon is escorting Lily back to her hotel room um assuring her that Nat will not tell you know Joan what happened he's going to keep it quiet since obviously he'd have to admit that he was in the strip club in the first place I personally don't care about that I mean some people I don't know I wouldn't care if a boyfriend went to a strip club um Uh, That doesn't bother me in the slightest. I think some people maybe do. Um, this was also, like, a bachelor party. So what's the big deal, um, that he was at a strip club? But, obviously, um, he's not going to tell Joan about her daughter being a stripper. Because, obviously, uh, she might not take too kindly to that. Um, Brandon also doesn't know why she doesn't tell her mother what she does. Um, I think you should know why, Brandon. Um... And, um, yeah, I mean, whatever. But Lily's happy that Brandon doesn't judge her for being a stripper. And she'd like to express that gratitude by taking him to bed. So, um, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna get together. Steve is discussing Claire's anti-marriage dance with Valerie. Apparently that bothers him. Um, and they notice that Brandon did not come home the night before And then Donna gets news that MZA has officially cut her and David loose. So therefore they will no longer be working as directors for this, you know, directing company. So, uh, David's not going to be too happy about that one. The, um, beach apartment residents let Joan, uh, sleep in because apparently she was an overnight guest there because their friends are in college. Um, Nat goes into work early, but his college friends come by to stop him from working because he's getting married. Um, also I don't, why did they wait so long to get married? Like who waits until 30 weeks of pregnancy, um, to get married? Like you had nine months I mean, supposedly, because obviously we found out she was pregnant in May and, um, it's September. Um, but it's like right up to the day. I don't know. Um, Steve's kind of messing with Brandon because he knows obviously Brandon spent the night with Lily. So, uh, Brandon got some. Good for Brandon. Um, Steve, uh, is vicariously living through him because... Steve can't really sleep around because he just gets to sleep with Claire, but they have good sexual chemistry. They're both kind of like freaks in the sheets, so it works out for them. Um, Lily's helping Joan get ready, for the, get ready for the wedding, telling her mother that she really likes her father-to-be. I think she just likes the fact that um, he's not going to tell her mother that she's a stripper, because uh, how much does she know that? Um, but I guess she likes him from what she knows so far. I mean, that's fine. What's not really to like, except for the fact that his friends are in college and it's a little weird. Um, Claire gets emotional seeing them together, um, since she won't be celebrating her own wedding one day with her mother. Um, even though she said she doesn't want to get married. I don't know. Um, Joan then tells her her mom's looking down on her with love, blah, 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 blah. Let's, I mean, I don't know. Um... Then people start gathering for the ceremony. And Valerie mentions to Kelly that Brandon's been spending a lot of time with Lily. Um, he didn't come home the night before. Um, so she's kind of sticking it to, um, Kelly about Brandon hooking up with Lily. Because she knows that she'll be bothered by it. But also, I mean, Valerie, you're sleeping, you're dating a married dude. Like, it's just, I don't know. Give it a rest. Um... David claims he does not care that MZA has dropped him and Donna since he can get a new contract somewhere else because he's an amazing director. He's the best, blah, 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 blah. But she tells him, that's great, um, but you're going to be doing it on your own. I'm, I'm over this. It was fun while we did it. I just, I don't really have an interest in doing this anymore. But he wants to. He wants to take this seriously. He wants this to be his career. He wants to, uh, you know make it a thing Um, then the ceremony starts um, but of course as in any televised wedding uh, when the bride is pregnant um, her water breaks Joan is rushed to the hospital and she refuses to deliver this baby until they are married Um, the minister marries them before the in the hospital hallway conveniently um, the contractions stop long enough for her and Nat to stay their vows. And the baby's born while the gang has the wedding reception in the waiting room. It's a boy. His name is uh, Frankie for short. Uh, Francesco or something they're calling him. Um, Nat gives a speech about how he thought he would never have a family, but now he does. Um, the gang is his family also because, I mean your friends are in college um I I don't I don't still don't get it like why are you friends with only college kids it's weird um Claire gets upset runs off Steve follows her talk about what's going on and he admitted that the wedding is making him think about his parents divorce and Claire tells him that she's worried about losing someone she loves since they've already lost her mom um However, Nat's speech made her decide that she needs to let herself love so she doesn't end up alone. Um, I mean, she's in love with Steve. I mean, I know she said she doesn't want to get married, but it's just... I don't know. Uh, But now she wants to get married. Whatever. Um, Brandon then takes Lily to the airport, where... They agree that this was just one uh, one-time thing Lily admits that she was once married for three weeks which sounds about right so uh, Lily goes off and they had a nice little weekend fling we then see Kenny surprise Valerie at the after dark where she confronts him about still being with his wife he is assuring her that the you know marriage is over they're getting a divorce he just keeping his relationship um with Valerie a secret, so she can't use it against him. And he also tells Valerie that he's in falling in love with her. That was fucking fast because um this is episode three. We met him episode one. Uh, it's been a few weeks. Um now he's in love with Valerie, and I don't know. Is he? I can't get a read on this guy. He's like. A wheeler dealer accountant I don't know um, Brandon Donna David Steve watch uh, you know the Nats family together while Kelly takes leftover wedding cake to the hospice uh, Jimmy starts questioning her about her love life she talks about Brandon naturally um, little uh you know digs about valerie and jimmy advised kelly not to let valerie get to her um she needs to try to keep her sadness out of her life so she can enjoy things after all life is short and um who would know better than a magical lesson teaching um aids patient named jimmy um but we'll you know get more into jimmy and um that story on another time but that is that is it for this episode fun facts and tidbits um so the only fun fact that i have is jimmy is played by, I am going to butcher the fuck out of his last name, but Michael Stoyanov. And um, if you watched Blossom, he played her brother Anthony, not Joey Lawrence, who said, whoa, but the other brother. He was on Blossom. So um, I remember, obviously, this was post-Blossom or during Blossom, I think. I'll double check on that, um, and I'll probably do. You know what? I'm gonna probably do a spot. Not probably. I'm going to do a spotlight on him. Um, so when I do that, I will explain more on him. But the spotlight uh, for this episode is going to be on Lily. Um, the actress that played Lily was Catherine Kendall. She was born on August twelfth, nineteen sixty nine, in Memphis, Tennessee. And, um, you know, she started acting in the early nineties, um, 90210 was one of her early roles. Uh, she was in Swingers, which obviously, um, was a pretty popular movie right around that time, um, that she was on, uh, 90210 and you can see like, you know, she's definitely, uh, she was regular on another show called Flatland and, um, she's still kind of been doing stuff, um. You know she's got some tv show coming out uh, she's been on a bunch of guest spots and stuff like that she um also apparently also teaches dance to kids so i wonder you know obviously uh she does have a dance background which was uh, made evident in the episode and um interestingly enough um when doing some research on the spotlight she um had a encounter not a good encounter with, um, Harvey Weinstein. Um, you know, in 93, she said that she was invited to a screening and, um, he obviously, uh, was, um, not too, uh, you know, gentleman-like as, um, you know, we've seen from, uh, the stories that the other women have told about him. So she, uh, is one of the Harvey Weinstein accuser, she basically said that he chased her around um, a hotel room, like a, you know, um, I don't know, he's a piece of shit, but um, he, and she, and she basically says that she was worried about being blackballed, um, you know, so it's just, it's just goes to show that these men in power, what they do the fear that they put in, in in women it's just actually um absolutely awful but um at least she's still working and um you know she's doing some stuff so that is uh, pretty cool and um that is it for the fun facts and tidbits for this episode Thank you all for listening to Casa Walsh Beverly Hills 90210 podcast on the next episode we are going over season seven episode four called disappearing act so we'll see you then and thanks for listening.